0: Would you mind to read with me uh, Matthew 28, 16 to 20? And especially this text is holds special significance as the great commission. And this great commission promise you, everyone in this room, every church on this planet, we have received this great commission as Christians. As we read this text, hopefully Holy Spirit speaks to you. And ho- hopefully Holy Spirit empower me so that you and I understand exactly what this text means. Let's read together Matthew 28, 16 all together. Here we go. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee and to the mountain directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted, to the end of the age. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. Let's pray. I have a plan for you. My plan is to give you hope. My plan is to give you future. And you will call on me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. Can we humbly stand before you as we receive this word of God. Would you speak us today and tell us who we are and what we should do on this earth for your glory? I trust the Holy Spirit speak to us, this church, and each of us today as we begin our 2024. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Today's text is basically a marching order of every Christian, every church. And especially this particular text sets the stage with the 11 disciples that gather on a mountain in the presence of resurrected Jesus. What does that mean? This is really, really very, very last moment of Jesus on this planet. Do you know when you are have like last 30 minutes on this planet? You're not. You you'll never lie to anyone. You're gonna tell them the most important the things that you wanna share with them. That's what exactly Jesus is speaking to us today. And this resurrected Jesus is commissioning. The key word is commissioning here. The meaning Jesus empower you. Jesus give you mission. Jesus give you. Jesus called you to what to do on this earth right before his ascension into heaven. Let's go back to verse 18 here. Let me just read one more time for you. Verse 17, And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Do you know what this text is talking about? Even very last minute of Jesus, those disciples spent a lot of time with Jesus. They saw all the miracles. They saw Jesus walk on the water. They saw Jesus raise the dead. They saw everything what he did. But surprisingly, can you see that? Some of them still, what? doubted. Some of them still doubted. it. Blessed to you, those who are doubting today. <laughs> How many of you doubt it? Even today, text, what is today's text telling us is as you translate in the original language, this is exactly what this original text said. As they worship at the same time, they doubt it. Wow. Have you ever doubted while you're worshiping God? Who am I? What I you to do? <laughs> It's okay, you are already forgiven, okay? And Jesus understands us. You are so blessed today if you are doubting today. Amen? But this doubting Christian, this doubting disciple, Jesus commissioned them. That's the point of this text. This is my prayer that you and I, if you still doubt today, God may bless you. But don't forget, even though you are doubting right now, God give you calling. God gives you vocational calling to you. God already gives you mission. What is it? And Jesus said to those doubting Christians, in verse 18, this, what this text said, that Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Jesus does not say, you want to stop doubting on me. He doesn't say that. You know what he does? He reveals himself to those doubting people who he is. What does that mean? You must have a faith to understand who he is. Do you know what he, he himself, how he introduced himself again to the, his disciple? Can you go to the next verse? He's the one who has all authority in heaven and the glory. What does that mean? The six hundred years ago when Jesus was born, God spoke to one of the prophets in the, the Babylonian. A, he's the one, the prophets we call Daniel. God spoke to him, I'm going to prepare the Messiah who is coming to rescue this world. And this Messiah is not just a human being. This Messiah is a perfect son of God, and he is the one who has dominion. All authority on heaven and the earth. He's the one. He has my delegation. And today text what Jesus is saying is he's actually referring to Daniel 7. He's the one has the dominion. And he's the one who has all the glory. His kingdom never lasts. And all the nation is come before him. I am the one. I am the one. If you are still doubting today, let me tell you. Who I am. I am the one who has eternal dominion. I am the owner of the kingdom of God. My father sent it to me. That's why you are here today, whether or not you doubt it. And Jesus continues. First, after he said, all authority In heaven and all is given to him by his Father. And he actually telling us very, very important commission. This we call Great Commission. Can you read from, okay, can you go to next chart? Verse 19, let's go back to the text again. Can you go to 19? Can you read all together here? Here we go. Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Teaching them to observe all that I have command you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of age. What is a great commission? If I said one simple word, Great Commission is all about, repeat after me, making disciples of all nations. Let's say one more time aloud. Making. Disciples of all nations. And in this text, Jesus makes 100% clear as I live, because I already give you my authority to you. So he's referring to churches, including Trinity Gospel Church, including Saint International Church. Every church must have this mission. Your mission is making disciples of not just Filipinos to Filipinos, not just Koreans to Koreans, making disciples of what? All nation, All nation. And Jesus telling us then, there are four different ways, four important actions you need to take as Christian, as Church of Christ. He takes take us to four important actions here. This is what we call Great Commission Possible. What is it? Number one is going. Go therefore, going. You must go. I'm going ex- to explain to you what the mean is. Okay, go. First of all, you must go. You must go where God wants you to go. Number two, you must baptize, baptize non-believers. And third one, you must teach. And I praise God, you got a lot of teaching in this church. I praise God for that. Teaching is our calling. You must continue to teach. And the more importantly, observing. When Jesus said here, the goal, when you translate in the original language, the mean is not just you are going to from Elk Grove, Grove to the downtown. It's not that mean. You know what that mean? is? In original language translated, when you happen to go. When you happen to go. Where do you happen to go every day? You tell me. Do you come to, do you come to church every day? No. Where, where do you go? Where where do you go? Workplace. You spend the majority of your life with the non-believers where? The workplace. Maybe some of you believe a workplace is a place where you can have a financial gain. There's nothing good. You know, this is is, just a workplace. No, 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 no. If you truly, the gospel people who are commissioned by God, you must understand why you go to your workplace. And God already sent you to the workplace. So it's a Jesus command. When you happen to go, when you happen to go to your workplace, when you happen to go to your school, student, listen very carefully. You are already called by God as a God's student. Can you say amen? Where you go? You go home. The mom, moms, fathers, listen to me. You happen to go to your home where you're you can raise your children as the next generation of God. When you happen to go. And and today texts say that when we make disciples of all nations, okay. Here, let me just go back a little bit. Here, all nation here when Jesus said is the is a Greek word ethne, okay. It's not merely country. This Athenae is a people group, people group, okay. So what does that mean? Jesus gave the church's great commission, the making disciples of the people group worldwide. You may not be familiar with this organization. It's a Joshua project, which is a global organization doing global research. Okay? Joshua project doing global research. And do you know what is the total population of today? In 2024, the global worldwide level. You got just more than 8 billion people living in here, okay? These 8 billion people representing 17,281 people group. When you go to Philippine, you got so many different people group. People group have a different culture, different language, different taste of food, you know what I mean? They have a different culture, people group, okay? Among these 17,281 people group, about 41% of them, 7,248 people group, they have not received the gospel. So, when Jesus said, in here is not just country, you got to look at where you are in your town, in your community. There are so many different types of people group. Your mission is making disciples of all nations at the name. Where do you see those people group as a church? Where are they? Do you know where are they? Let me tell you where are they. America will be the largest mission territory in the world in next 50 years after China and India. Uniquely, this country will be home of the largest group of atheists. Do you know what atheists believe? They don't want to believe anything. (laughs) They may believe science. They never, ever want to, even willing to listen about supernatural power of God. They never believe Holy Spirit. This is going to be home of atheist country in the world. Let me tell you where these ethnic people group are. You know what is the fastest growing religion in this country right now? Do you know what it is? Islams, Muslims. Do you know how many Americans are converting into Islam today? 25,000 Americans convert to the, from Christian to Islam every year, this country. You can probably go to my PowerPoint here. It's the fastest growing religion as of today in this nation. There were only 2.4 million in 2017, as of today, I just checked last year, 3.5 million people. Islam has been, the number has been dramatically increasing in this nation. Do you know what does that mean? The Illinois where we are living right now is the most thriving Muslim community in this nation. Do you know how many mosques they have built in this nation the last 20 years? Guess what? 109 mosques. Have you ever heard about that? When people we are not doing, making disciples for all the nations, that's what's happening in this country. This country has rapidly become atheist country where another religion is influx to this land. Let me tell you one more thing. Do you know where is the largest Hindu temple in this nation? In Illinois. This is it. It's really happening in your home yard, hometown. Let me go back to my point to go. Go. If you and I fail to make disciples as we happen to go, when you and I just see church is the only kind of holy building where we worship, we, we preach the gospel, this is what's happening. Hopefully you can see that. But this is also sad news. As this country becomes rapidly atheist country, this is Islam community thriving here, Hindu temples be continually building up, the church is closing down. Do you know how many church closed down last year? 2023? 4,500 churches closed down. Do you know how many churches we planted last year? Only 3,000 churches. Do you know what that means? We got substantial gap of 1,500 churches. If you and I don't do anything as of today, if you and I don't do any decisive action today, you may not going to see most of the churches you see today a hundred years from now. You can't understand this. This is helicopter view of what is happening in the global. This is my prayer that, let me go back to my point. And that's why Jesus said, "Going when you happen to go. So important. This is my prayer that the, the, all of you see the way you work differently today. Where way you work is a demonstration of a gospel. The, the people you are meeting in your workplace, God already sent you. John 20, 19. You can go to my Bible verse. It's my Father sending me. Even so, I am sending you. Hopefully, you have a faith to understand this, this paradigm of your life here as church. And another thing is Jesus' command, we got to baptize them. What does that mean? Baptizing them. Let me tell you why those four thousand five. I, I should not generate it. But why, let me tell you why the church is in America, we are in big trouble right now. We have baptized so many people, they are not really believers. Do you understand what I mean? Because we are more interested in the number of attendants. This is the, the, the sin of the pastors. I have to repent. The pastors who want to have a big building church. You know what I mean? Like a number like number of type. You can see those are like a mega church, the big church. I have nothing to I mean, I praise God, God actually used that. But when you and I just focus on number of attendance, size of a building, that's what's happening. We are not really discipling God's people. Do you understand? This is the way the church has been secularizing in this country. Number one, when church began to baptize non believers. This is step one. Number two, and these baptized non-believers become permanent member of the church. Ooh. And they begin to vote. Select the pastor, you know they the the third, eventually these baptized non believers after they became church member, they make they join their leadership team. <laughs> and the way they make a decision is not like a biblical foundation. They make a decision in a way they think this is right. Everybody's right. Everybody, nobody's wrong. That's why church is closing down. They simply don't understand what church is all about. What is church is all about? Making disciples of all the nation. Whatever we do is all about this. This is my prayer that church never exists for church. Church is the only divine organization that God exists for the non-believers. This church exists for non-members of church. Can you say amen? Amen. This is our mission. Baptize them. How we baptize them? After we teach the word of God. After we, we make sure that they understand the gospel, we baptize them. The third, teaching and observing. Why so important? Do you know as you read the word of God, you will find who you are in the word of God. This is it. As you read, meditate, dissect, struggle with the word of God, God will tell you, God will replace your lens, the world worldview. You will see the the word in a way not you you see, you will see the word in a way God see. Do you understand? This is what the word of God works in us. This is my prayer that as we begin 2024, you and I are gonna read this Bible faithfully. Not in a way we want to read, in a way God wants us to read. Can you say amen? This is it. This is the mission of a church. So when I, when you and I try to live this on earth as, as a God's missionary force with a God-given identity, with a God-given worldview, I truly believe. Maybe sometime you're gonna be doubted. <laughs> really, still we can do that, Jesus. This is so harsh got so many non-Christians out there are so afraid to share the gospel. You don't know how much I'm doubting every day. <laughs> Even I'm a church planter. I'm doubting every day. But all I can do is go back to the word of God and this word of God telling me who I am. What I should do. This is all we can do because it's not sent in church. Internet church is not my personal project. It's not my business. It's all about God. This church, Trinity Gospel Church, is not your own asset, it's God's asset. I believe it's really up to you, us as of today what kind of a church you want to build in 2024. Let me just show one more chart for you. So, Cambodia is uh, the part of the Baptist, you know, he's one of the kind of famous Baptist pastor, right? Let me just, can you just read all together what he said? I think I kind of totally agree with him. Okay, let's read together. Here we go. A Church health is measured by its sending capacity, not its sitting capacity. Church are in the sending business. Let me pray for you. It's my prayer that you and I humble enough to see, first of all, who we are in God. Why do you exist on this earth? What are you looking for? Why did you build this church? For what? I think hopefully you and I can answer in faith. Let's pray.